Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here my approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins. I'm a wine appreciator, nature-obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired, and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Oh, hey, hey, so happy to be here. I am actually rolling out um, podcast number two this week because I have just been feeling so excited and so inspired. And a couple of my clients are only kicking off next week, which has left me with just a tiny bit more time. And there is nothing more than I love. Well, there's nothing that I love more than podcasting. It's um, it is the part of my week which I just look forward to so much. I love the research process. I love the creation process. I love talking to you in this particular medium. I am definitely a, um, like my, my medium of choice to communicate is definitely verbal. Um, I just love how much information you can communicate over, like, I mean, of course, face-to-face is going to be the best, but through through voice, you know, you can communicate emotion, you can communicate energy, you can communicate words, there's pauses, there's all the things. And it just feels so great and aligned to me. The The start of this year has just been incredible. I'm so happy to be back. The kids are back at daycare, which is always great. <laughs> My little man who is four years old now starts kindy in two weeks. My little girl, Hazy, slept through the night last night, which is amazing celebrations. And my hubby is just on fire at the moment as well. He went for a scuba dive at 5am. So he's a scuba dive instructor. And that's actually how we initially met. He was my scuba dive instructor. So I just love seeing him, you know, really take advantage of this beautiful weather and jump in the ocean and all those beautiful nature ocean vibes and it's just such a beautiful day here in Perth and I've had a really fun business meeting this morning with a a friend slash colleague. There's just been so many like conversations and opportunities around like potential new projects and partnerships and it's just all happening. It's really, it's all feeling very fun. I've got parties on this weekend, birthday barbecues, playground dates, um, team, you know, team building days with clients next week, leadership workshops, one-to-one coaching. It's just, it's all happening and the ideas are buzzing. And one of those ideas that I wanted to share with you, which 
has been something which has been coming up with so many of my clients lately is this whole idea of your business DNA. And when I say business DNA, I am talking about that vision, values, purpose, mission, signature behaviors piece of your business. You know, your, your, your business DNA ultimately is what I like to think of as like the energetic blueprint of your business and what you stand for. It's like the code to the heart and soul of your business. It's putting into words and articulating the unique essence that makes your business what it is. Like that heart, that soul, that lifeblood that is unique to you, that is unique to your business, that fuels everything that you do. It's like trying to put words to that so that then when you go to grow, when you go to scale your team, when you go to take that next step, you've got absolute clarity on exactly how you want to grow so that the decisions that you make and the, the team members that you bring on are aligned to that unique essence of what you want to create more of. I like to think of it, of it as um, like almost even if you're thinking about like the DNA that is needed to grow like an embryo in, you know, in a pregnant woman's stomach, like the DNA that you need to grow an embryo into a little human it's the same as that. It's like, this is the DNA that you need to know about your business before you grow a little team, before you grow the right team, right? And if you don't, if you haven't articulated and identified what that unique DNA is for your business, then you might grow a team that is not aligned to that, that goes that goes off the center of, of what that DNA is. You might bring in the wrong person. You might make the wrong decision. Because if you think about it, like you, what does your DNA tell you like in your body, right? It tells you who you are, like your DNA informs your personality. It informs your identity. It informs what you're made of, like all the the particles and the blood vessels and all of the different parts of your body, it inform your DNA informs how you act. So your behaviors and how you show up and what you do. And it, your DNA also gives you a bit of direction on where you're going, right? Because your DNA is, has so much information within it that it had, it actually informs where you're going in the future too. So what like just to recap so when i say your 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 business dna which is almost like the genetic code to who your business is i'm talking about your vision your mission your values your purpose and your signature behaviors and having this super crucial information informs almost everything that you do in terms of your business from your strategic goals your 
team and people strategy, your processes, your behaviors, so that then you can grow and you can scale your business with intention, with clarity, and with a sense of control and knowing that that growth is not going to go in, go in a, in a haywire direction, that it's going to be in line with what you had intended and with what you had wanted. So let me just clarify what all these different terms mean, like vision, mission, values, purpose, signature behaviors. So your purpose, what is your purpose? Your purpose is your why. It's like the heart, the core, the soul essence of your organization. It is the reason why your business exists in the first place beyond the profit margin, because the profit, the profit is an outcome of what you do, right? The profit is the result of what you do. When I'm talking about purpose, I'm talking about what is the reason of why your organization exists in terms of like the difference that you're making in the world, like the purpose that your business actually serves for people. And the thing with purpose, it's, it's a forever thing. It's timeless. You, you never actually achieve your purpose because it's your why. If you can, if you can imagine like a four layered or four, yeah, four layered circle, Purpose would be right at the epicenter as your why. And when you know what your why is, this purpose piece guides and informs things like your strategic planning, your overarching goals for your business. It informs your offerings. It informs the people that you choose to work with. It informs the customers and the community that you serve. Say, for example, a couple of purpose statements um, of like quite well-known brands that you would know of, like Patagonia, their purpose is we're in business to save our home planet. And Expedia, their purpose is to bring the world within reach. And eBay's purpose is to empower people and create economic opportunity for all. So you can see that by them having that clarity on their purpose statement, it then helps them make decisions about their, their high level strategic goals, right? About where they need to spend their time, about where they need to focus, about who they need to work with and the customers and the community that they need to serve. So that is the first tier of the circle, the inner, inner epicenter is your purpose, your why. The next, the next layer out is what I would call your vision, which is kind of like an extension of your why, moving more into the future, more into like what the future could look like if you were living your purpose, if you had delivered and fulfilled your purpose. You know, often, often vision statements will be able to be articulated in, in a way that says like one day we envision a world where dot, 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 like being able to imagine a future state of the world. It's like what the world might look like, you know, many, many, many years down the, down the line, if you had fulfilled your purpose, what would the world look like? 
And typically my belief is like a really good vision statement, hence the name vision. It's something that you can see with your mind's eye. It's something that if you were to share and communicate it with your team, that they could actually see it, that they could envision it, that they could see see that and imagine and visualize that world. Because if they can see that world, then they're going to feel so bought into that future. It's going to like elevate their motivation and a sense of meaning in their work in such a strong way. And one, like where the vision plays a part, like what it informs is, of course, it's going to definitely support, guide and inform the goals that you prioritise to work on for your business. It's going to inform your long term strategic plan. You know, those one, three, five year milestones. It's also going to inform your future offerings and your services of thinking, what do we need to do? What do we need to offer? How do we need to serve in order to achieve that vision? So that vision is that next extension layer out from purpose. It's that why moved into the what, the what of the future. And like a couple of examples, so the Alzheimer's Association, their vision of the future is really, really simple, but super catchy. Their vision is a world without Alzheimer's. So clear, so simple, isn't it? And it's something that their team can no doubt really connect to and relate to because they can probably see that with their mind's eye, a world without Alzheimer's and Google. So their vision is to organize the world's information to make it universally accessible and useful. So you can see it's like it's an end desired future state that they are working towards that you can actually see and imagine. Then we've got your mission. So your mission would be the next layer out in that circle. And it's where we start to look at like what you're doing and how you're doing it in the current, in your current state, like in the now. (laughs) Your mission is kind of like that that catchy off the tongue statement that just sums up what you do, who you serve and how you do that thing in your own unique way. It's like a simple, clear and specific description that just rolls off your tongue that that sums up your current, current way of doing things and your mission. When you know this really clearly, it will inform your service offerings. It'll inform your processes, it'll inform your marketing, your branding, your storytelling, and also like your analytics and reporting. Then outside the next layer, we've got your values. So your values are like the outer layer because they're all about how you do what you do. They're like how you live your purpose and how you behave and how you act. So they're like, you know, if you're imagining, um, The human iceberg, you've probably heard me use this analogy before, but if you're imagining an iceberg in the water, you know, there's a really big chunk that's underneath the water that you can't see. And then there's the the tip that's above the surface, right? That you can see that little tip that's above the surface. It's like your values are kind of crossing the border between the surface, below the surface and above the surface. So your 
your values and behaviors come on the outer rungs of the circle and your values are really about like, what do you stand for? What do you believe in? And what's most important to you at the end of the day? Your values are like your guiding principles to help keep you on track and make the right decisions for your business when sometimes things don't seem clear and you're not sure how to move forward or what to do, when you've got a really tricky decision um, on your hands or when you've got a million different ideas and you can't choose which one to go for, your values when done really well become your guiding principles for decision-making. Typically they're best when they're transformed into like short, funky, catchy, action-oriented statements rather than just like one standard word. And they're, when done really well, they're translated into what we call signature behaviours. So the values are kind of like the principles and then the behaviours are, are what it actually looks like to live those values. Like how, how do we actually live the value? What does the value look like if we were doing it, if we were demonstrating it? What would be the sort of things that we would be seeing and noticing if someone was living a value? And when we have your values and your signature behaviors, they inform so much of everything you do around your team, your culture, your recruitment, your rewards, your onboarding, your performance management, all the things, because your values and your behaviors define what's acceptable and also what's not, which is at the heart of it, your culture, right? So your values would inform your reward and recognition programs around who's promoted, who's rewarded, who's recognized, who should be um, given leadership roles. Your values would also in, inform like your careers pages on your website. They would inform like who you hire, who you attract, and also how you assess potential candidates for, for being values fits by designing interview questions which assess a candidate's fit to your values, like designing a specific question that taps into and assesses whether, whether a candidate actually agrees with your values. So rather than just saying, hey, I, one of my values is um, to go above and beyond do you agree with this value? <laughs> because of course, what's that candidate going to say? They're going to say, yeah, of course I do, because they want the job, right? So it's about intentionally crafting questions which assess that candidate's fit to those values so that you know that you're truly, honestly, and authentically bringing in someone who lives, breathes, walks, and talks what you truly believe in, because that's going to be an employee who is with you for the long term who's going to stick with you through thick and thin, who's going to be bought into your vision and your values at the same level as you are. They're not just going to scuttle off as soon as the, time, the times get tough. And they're not going to, you know, you're going to be having like constructive conversation and constructive, um, yeah, constructive dialogue with someone who shares your values. Your... 
the, oh, the other piece that I was going to say was that your signature behaviors also become really, really important for guiding performance in the right direction when you've got an employee who might not be performing or behaving in the way that you want them to. So like if there's issues around an employee um, not having the right attitude or not behaving in the right way with a customer or a client or an employee, if you've got clearly defined values and signature behaviors around what's okay and what's not okay, it helps so much with these conversations. I can't tell you how much. It like kind of takes that awkward ambiguity and personal you know, take people taking things personal, like takes that piece away. Because if you've got them clarified and written into a values and, and behaviors guidebook, it just, it, it means you doesn't have to make the conversation personal. You can just point to the guidebook and say like, hey, you know, say if one of your values is to go above and beyond and you see an employee who is not going above and beyond. Instead, they're, I don't know, they're doing the bare minimum or they're taking shortcuts. You know, your conversation with that employee then becomes really easy because you can simply ask them, hey, tell me, how did, how did taking that shortcut align with our value of going above and beyond? Do you feel like it did align or in what way? And you know, once they've kind of got clarity on that, how it's not really in alignment, you can say, you know, if you could have a do-over, what would, what would going above and beyond in that situation look like? So it just makes those challenging conversations so much easier and less awkward. And, you know, so having this information just informs everything within your business if you want to grow and scale intentionally and healthily and constructively with all that, without all the drama. And it then begs the question, so what happens when you don't have this, this important, you know, genetic code for your business defined? Because I'm sure you've seen a lot of businesses out there who don't have this stuff, right? And you're probably wondering, yeah, but like, could I get away with not having it? And what I would say is, so without it, it might not stop your growth at first, but that growth of your business could, without this information, without this DNA articulated, that growth could then get quite out of control because it hasn't been done intentionally. Where, say, for example, you might accidentally hire one person or two or three people who are not aligned to your values and your vision who actually end up being toxic, who become disgruntled and who end up disrupting your progress, who end up going against what you, what you believe in, who end up breeding negativity um, within the workplace and within your culture and actually end up sabotaging your growth because of their impact they're having on other team members or the things that they're doing behind the scenes that are not in alignment to what you stand for. You know, so, and some of your good talent might even end up leaving because of how those other team members have impacted them. And that's the bit that I really 
really hate to see is when companies with a really, really strong purpose, a strong vision, a really important cause that is truly making an impact in the world, when those leaders end up having all their time taken up managing employees. You know, they're up at night stressing out about how to manage an employee or how to get rid of an employee. And they're spending all of their, you know, important energy thinking about how to get rid of an employee rather than spending that time actually growing the business, rather than spending that time actually making a difference and helping the world. And that is the piece that really, really grinds my gears. And it's the biggest one that I see, you know, the employee piece is one big piece. And it's got a really obvious effect when you don't hire the right people, when you haven't been intentional about that. Well, one of the other pieces is when people don't have their, or their business DNA, their vision, values, purpose, all of that piece defined. Often business owners will start off strong in the first couple of years, but then after a while, they'll feel themselves just being pulled in lots of different directions, kind of feeling a bit scattered and burnt out and just not being able to make decisions because they don't have that crystal clear rock solid clarity on where they're going, what's most important and what that ultimate higher direction is. Like when I lead workshops with businesses, this is the part, you know, I really like to get teams involved in is not just like the vision and the purpose, but like when we get to the values piece, actually asking them, like how could they specifically live that value in their specific role or department? Because while the, the business DNA needs to start with the business owners and the leadership team, like it's gotta be, it's gotta start from, from that place with the owners who, who were there, you know, from the get go, it has to start there. But then when you start to roll it out, that's when you really want the team to get involved so that they can truly be bought into it and so that they know what to expect and they know what's okay and what's not okay. And I think the whole process of identifying, articulating your business DNA, like when I coach businesses to do this, it's such a meaningful and beautiful and fun and important yet a very challenging process because the conversations that come out of it, they will challenge people. They will prompt and trigger important questions that perhaps have never been asked before. And the self-discovery and the reflections and then the clarity that comes out of that are probably equally as important as the final product of actually having your business DNA on a page because that is, that's the final outcome is you've got your vision, purpose, mission, values and signature behaviours all on one page. And then that informs your strategic planning and all of those different pieces. Because there's some tough questions that leaders are asked during the process. <laughs> and from those tough questions, you know, new clarity and new insight awakens. And one of the beautiful like flow on effects from these workshops and, the, and these processes is the relationships that are strengthened 
and the connections that are, that really emerge from this process are stronger than ever before because they're more aligned than ever before. And say, for example, a recent business that I took this through, maybe like 25, 30 person business involved a married couple as the business owners. And when they first brought me in, they were kind of at the stage of thinking that they were so different, that it was time they possibly even took the business in two separate directions. Um, you know, they just felt really misaligned in terms of the directions that they wanted to go and, and what, how they thought the business should be run. And it was a real joy for me to see that by the end of the process of going through uncovering their vision, mission, values and behaviours, oh yeah, it was such a joy to see them remember how similar and aligned they were on so many things, like particularly around values. And when you focus more on what makes you similar over what makes you different, that's when real, like real magic and alignment can occur. And I could see a spark really reignite for this business. And, um, you know, the, on the back of that process, the final step is rolling it out, like rolling their DNA out with their team next week you know, getting the team involved, bought in and, and engaged. And the impact of that is like having a team that is just so excited and inspired, ready to like really step up to rally behind that vision and their purpose, like, like never before. And this process is usually a process that can take an established business months to move through. I think we've been working on it oh, for about two or three months. Um, if you like, if, if it's a fairly decent sized business, if they want to get rock solid clarity, it takes some time and it takes a bit of money as well. It takes a bit of an investment to, to get that absolute clarity. But, but if you know what that's leading to, then it's probably one of the most important things that you'll ever do. If you want to scale your team with intention and control and clarity. And I guess like one of the things that I have have noticed is tricky for say startups who, who want to grow and who want to scale and they know that they need this these foundational core pieces before they scale their team and who want to build that team really quickly without breaking their culture and who want to intentionally design their culture before it gets too big because that's the, that's the time that you have to do it, right, is before you hire a million people. But the tricky thing with startups is that often they don't have the time or the financial resources to spend months doing this stuff. They just, they want the, they want the DNA, they want that foundational core now, and they want to scale now and they want to scale fast, and that they do want to do it the right way, you know, bringing the right team alongside them. And because of this, I'm going to be running a full day intensive business DNA workshop in person in February, where by the end of the workshop, this is like really perfect for you if you're a startup, particularly like a purpose led startup with big dreams, big ambitions, big, you know, a big goal to grow and scale your team 
um, particularly in the next like year or two, this in this like full day intensive business DNA workshop, you'll walk away with absolute rock, so rock solid clarity on your purpose. So why you exist, why your business exists, your vision, so that future world that you're creating, your mission, so that unique approach that only you do, your values, like what you stand for, what you believe in, as well as your behaviors. So that information on how you actually live your values. This is going to be such a fun day. It's going to be full of engagement and inspiration. And I think it's going to be such a cool opportunity to come together with a whole bunch of other businesses in Perth who are doing really good work in the world too, who are like changing the world and making an impact in little or large ways. And I know like as a business owner, often it can feel really lonely, um, you know, just leading the charge and sometimes feeling like you're all on your own in that journey. And I really wanted this day to not only be a day that you walk away with clarity on your business DNA, but allow it to also be a day to really share inspiration with each other, with the other business owners, you know, like really come together, meet new friends and connections, build a little community of people you can call on. And, you know, also walk away with crystal clear clarity on the, the unique genetic code of your business so that you can scale your business like on steroids, but with intention and control. I'm, I'm going to make sure that this workshop day energy is high, that there's wine and beer available towards the end of the day, that it's just lots of fun because why not, right? And you know, it's going to be all done and dusted in one day as opposed to many months, which is bloody fantastic, I believe. And it's also going to come at a fraction of the cost of what it usually costs when I do this with, with businesses one-to-one -one over many months. So it's just an absolute win-win. There'll be a couple of different dates available in February. So I'm going to drop the link to express your interest via the link in the show notes below and um, then I'll send you all the details. There's going to be a limited number of spaces. So please jump on, jump on and express your interest ASAP. And I really look forward to hearing from you. You know, this stuff is just not only super, super important, but it is so fun to discover and articulate and express the unique code and, you know, essence of your business and, and why you exist. Like, the meaning and purpose and motivation and clarity that comes from the process. Like it's just next level. So yeah. So, so look forward to hearing from you. Um, I'll see you in the next podcast. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed, I would just love it if you took one little minute to leave a quick review or even to share this potty with a friend who you think might benefit from its message. It's honestly hearing your feedback that keeps me going and helps me spread the word to get in the ears of other people just like you who are going through similar challenges and keen for a little bit of inspiration. Thank you so much. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you.